Shulchan Arecharav, we are in Simin Reish Samach Gimel. For the sake of clarity, we will start Halacha Yud Gimel again from the beginning. The 13th Halach. Mitzvah Lassis, Lachatchila Nedes Harukim, Shehadlikuat Dalaila. As an initial preference, it's a mitzvah to make long candles that will burn until nightfall. So you want to have candles that burn until it gets dark, when their light is going to illuminate the home and prevent the person from stumbling. And why this is important is because uh, the native Shabbos have to be lit before sunset. And many, many places they accept Shabbos even earlier. So they have to make sure that the lights are long enough to, to burn until after nightfall. Nonetheless, if one made short candles that don't burn until nightfall, which is not good, it's not desirable, because one of the purposes of the Shabbos lights is to prevent the person from stumbling in the darkness. So, you should have long candles burning until it's dark. But if somebody made short candles, uh, so then the bracha is not considered a bracha levatale, a blessing that was recited in vain, since one eats by their light and derives benefit from them during the Shabbos meal. And the Ali Abbas says that even when he eats there during the day, a person uh, gains satisfaction from eating there uh, where there is additional light. Okay. When, however, one does not eat by their light, for example, he eats in a courtyard, as will be explained in section 273. Near the Rebbe says that if a person's extremely uncomfortable, un- uncomfortable to eat at home, for example, the weather's hot or there's bugs, so then he could eat outside. So if he's eating outside, if the candles don't burn until nightfall, he will have said a bracha levatala. And the Badi Shulchan says that even if there's other lights burning in the home, and the bracha that was said also covers kindling them, so then benefit must be derived from the candles over which the blessing was specifically recited. Now, when a couple eats their Shabbos meal as guests in someone else's home, and they, they hang out over there, they tarry there, so then the woman should be careful to light candles long enough to continue burning until they return. The other option is she should make use of the light before leaving her home, but after she accepted Shabbos, um, as we have learned earlier. Okay, now, um, the Alter Rebbe says, this would not be true were they to burn until nightfall when he would benefit from them as he returns to his home by not stumbling over a piece of wood or a stone due to the dimness and darkness of night. In other words, then it wouldn't be a brachal of Atala if they burned into the night. Nevertheless, if the situation is such that there was some darkness in one place in his home near nightfall, where the Shabbos light's not burning and he made use of the light in that place for a purpose, there's no prohibition against reciting a blessing over the Shabbos lights. As explained in section 261, according to the Rebbe's conclusion in the Siddur, when, the, when he uses the term before nightfall, his intent is even before sunset. The place, however, must be somewhat dark without the candles. If it's illuminated by electric lights, however, the blessing is in vain unless someone eats by the light of the candles. So, uh, it says um, he made use of that light um, that this, it's not enough just to uh, gaze at the Shabbos lights, though that gives a person satisfaction. Uh, he has to actually use the light. Like we said, for example, um, he eats by the light, helps him be able to see. Okay. Halach, you dalid 14. When a person kindled a light in a place that is not used at all on Shabbos, and thus he was not obligated to kindle a light there, and then took this burning light and placed it in a, in a location that is used on Shabbos, he does not fulfill his obligation with this light. The reason is that when it was lit, it was located in a place that would not be used on Shabbos. Accordingly, it's not evident that it was kindled in honor of the Shabbos. 
was the Kavit Shabbos. Thus, if he recited a bracha over its kindling, he's considered to have a said a bracha levatala, a blessing in vain. One may, however, say a bracha and kindle a Shabbos light in a place that is used on Shabbos, even though it's not used in connection with matters associated with eating, provided it's kindled in his room or, or a room designated for him. This ruling applies whether he sets down the light to burn there or even when he sets down uh, the light afterwards in another place that he does not use at all on Shabbos and kindles another light in his de- designated room. And we should point out that to be permitted to move the Shabbos light, the person kindling it must not have accepted Shabbos. Otherwise, the light is mukta and he may not move it. Okay, continuing the halacha, he's not considered to have said a bracha levatala since the light on which he said the bracha was set down for a short time here in a place where he is obligated to place a light on Shabbos. Nonetheless, says the Al-Tarebbe as an initial preface, one should be meticulous in reciting the Brach on Shabbos lights that were already placed on the table on which one eats and not on other lights, even those that are within the home, and even when one desires afterwards to place those lights on the table. And again, a person has to make sure that they did not yet accept Shabbos, otherwise they would not be allowed to move the candles. This concludes today's share.